What up, world? It's Ann Diggity, Road to Victory podcast. Today, we got a special, special guest, one of my favorite people in the world. We got my brother today, his birthday, but not only is it his birthday, it's the day he released his book, his first novel, Dying to Live. Oh my goodness, congrats. I don't know, I don't know whether to say happy birthday or congratulations or congratul birthday. <laughs> you know, but this this is huge. Happy I would birthday. I was telling you I w- I was telling him earlier that um I was telling him earlier that it's like knowing somebody that hit the jackpot to accomplish something so big and, and change the title of your name from just regular TJ Hackett to, you know, author, potential best-selling author TJ Hackett, man. How that sound? Hmm. I, I sound like my name in lights, man. <laughs> it sounds like everything it needs to be It sounds perfect It sounds amazing it, and, and it feels exactly the same way So Yeah I'm good man Well congratulations ladies and gentlemen TJ Haggett in the building I call him the blind boss The blind boss You know what I'm saying The boss <laughs> just saying the words uh, OG Anderson I pay the cost to be the boss I pay the cost <laughs> to be the boss Um, Before we get into the book I want to talk about like what led up Into the book Like how mm. did it How did this all come Because I know you shared your story Times and times all over again But mm. you know for the new audience Members You know Tell them, tell them where did it Dying to live originate. Uh, well, I, I like that form of question. I don't think nobody really asked me a question like that. But, um, but I guess you could say, uh, um, it 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 it, it originally originally what wasn't supposed to be um, dying to live. You know, when I first thought of it. You know, I didn't think of the title first. The title actually came later when I actually couldn't make up a title. So, um, right. So, in 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 the story, it, it's like uh, I was some. Everybody was always trying to do their best to survive. You know I mean, on a, on a simple day to day basis in a new world, in a futuristic world where there's no. Uh, man-made machinery, not none of that. There's no cameras, no cars, none of that. All man-made stuff has been destroyed and eliminated from the world. Yeah, so, so not only is um people in the book happy to get rid of their past life, but they're also enthusiastic about building something better for themselves in this new world where where they could make a name for themselves regardless of what that means and going through that um they all have new found abilities and now it's the process of learning those abilities as well as adapting to the new world you see what i'm saying so um 
And so I, I mashed all that together. And then uh, when I finally came up with the title, it, it was just like, you know what? Everybody's just dying to live in a book. So that's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's how it originated. It was just like a divine thing. You know what I'm saying like like that's what it just was supposed to be, regardless of what what I regardless of what I named it. It always would have been dying to live. Dying to live, man, <laughs> and it, and it makes so much sense because when I think about death, you know, I think death is the only thing that could bring you closer to life. You know, and I give you an example. Uh, you know. When, when for me, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, when a loved one passes, you know, it hurts. It hurts, but mm. on, on the flip side, it's like, all right, now I got to be great because they can't be great. I got to live the life that I got to live a life for me, but at the same time, you know, their spirits are inside me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I have to, I have to be. I have to treat life like I have to treat life like my life depended on it. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. yeah. other people like you gotta do what you gotta do to make sure you good, regardless right. of what happens in your life. Right, and mm-hmm. people, the pe- the loved ones that's not here to see today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, you know, you carry their greatness. And their gifts inside of you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. I I try my best to live through my life. Like I I lost a lot in the last couple of years. I lost my grandma, I lost my brother, I lost friends. You know. So and um, one thing that I could say I'm a definitely miss about them that I won't miss about them at all. Is the traits that I loved about them, which I also adapted from them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it's like I, I would never really technically miss my grandmother because she always taught me how, how to wash my hands properly and stuff like that. She, she taught me um, discipline, you know, come in, uh, wash your hands before you go in the refrigerator. <laughs> 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 I guess that's that old school shit. Cause when the last time you heard everybody say anything like that, nah, I got with this girl. I got with this girl, and and she taught me that. She was like, "Yo, soon as you go in, you wash it. Soon as you come in from, soon as you come in from coming coming outside, wash your. The first thing you do is wash your head. And I just made it a habit, you know. Lying ass. <laughs> you know, first thing you do, you go in the refrigerator. <laughs> so you come in with a plate of hot wings and still go straight to the fridge. But, but um, before we get into the book, I just want the people to know who who is T.J. Hackett, aka the Blind Boys. Hmm. Well. Uh, well, no, not. They're not different people. However, they're different parts of me. They're different personalities of me. You see what I'm saying? Like, there, there's a passionate side of me. There's a logical side of me, and there could even be a irrational side of me, which probably takes the form of all 
uh, parts of me, honestly. Uh, but um, T.J. Hackett is, is just a name that, <coughs> excuse me, it, it, it's actually my real name, the, the Theodore Joseph Hackett. But I just figured, you know, T.J. because it's just a tag that I never used before. And I, I wanted something subtle and something that, you know, that was kind of catchy. You know, kind of sound like a, a, a like a movie star name or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it sounds like an artist. It sounds like an artist off the tongue, don't it? T.J. Hackett? Yeah, I like, yeah. I never knew your middle name was Joseph. I like Theodore Joseph Hackett. I sound presidential, yeah. Oh, well, maybe I was supposed to be the president. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but... Uh, uh, then, um, then Blonde Boss, that's, uh, that's a that's a whole nother the different side of me because that's um, honestly a, a part of me that it, it, it actually fits the, the title. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I was blind, of course, and I couldn't see. And uh, like most bosses, you, you you have to make difficult decisions to get where you want to get in life. And I did that. Been there, and I've done that. And I became a boss within, within my own right. But blind bossing, two times. You know what I'm saying? Two times. <laughs> so, I mean... Just, just off of writing a book, mm. man, like, and becoming an author, I don't think that you get enough credit, you know what I'm saying? Growing up where we grew up at, you know, mm. all, um, the majority, the majority of people that we knew didn't have fathers, you know, we idolized mm. like the drug dealers and, you know, and... Fast money. We thought life was simple. We used to go to work, drink forties, and 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 smoke a L. You know what I'm saying? Discuss well, our I day. I don't think really there's not wrong. That's just you know the normal phases of life. You know, we was just living life, enjoying life, and then learning the lessons the way we was supposed to do it. You know, I mean, like you you you're not supposed to be noticed, or I believe you're not supposed to be noticed until it's your time. You know what I'm saying? And everybody got their uh, time to shine. And, you know, I I, I didn't, I don't like really being noticed or, you know, like I, I like to be in the cut, cool, calm, quiet, collective. So, but apparently, ever since I went blind, like, everybody know me now or everybody remember me now when before, they can even remember my name. Mm. <laughs> and that's crazy but, interesting that you say that like you talk about going blind if I'm not mistaken you had your sight until you was 19 yeah I went blind at 19 I was I actually trying to make a better life for myself but then uh, yeah I had went blind actually doing real good I was in job corps Oh shit! I think that's Kaya. You're old. Yeah, that's the boy Hezzah. We got a special guest. Yeah, I know special Thank guest. You special guest coming Say in the building. To the podcast, nigga. <laughs> What's happening, Playboy? <laughs> Yo, that's perfect timing too. See, I love that. 
I gotta fix the camera now to put you in. You know say welcome. This is my yep. other brother. Yeah, Kaya NYC, aka you. Big City. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Happy birthday, my boy. Well, we gotta you, celebrate right. right. Birthday. Love, we gotta man. celebrate right. It's a special shout out to everybody that showed birthday love. I got calls from people I didn't even know have my phone number. So yo, I, I, I love that. It has really been a special birthday. For real, for real. Yeah, I feel like for, birthdays is for a nigga most, that ain't get nothing. <laughs> birthdays is the most special things on the planet, bro. That's you not what Jehovah mean? Witness believe. Uh, fuck Jehovah Witnesses. Oh, uh, you, uh, you, <laughs> you start early, man. I can say that. You know why I can say that? You know why I can say that though? Why? Why you can fuck Jehovah Witnesses? My mother's Witness. entire side of my mother's side of my family, oh, my shit. nigga. Oh shit! I wasn't even recording, blind boys. That's crazy. You stopped recording this whole time? Or? No, not with the camera. The camera was not recording. Was, was you at least recording the... Yeah, it's still recording right now. Oh, all right, so... So? But you know why I say fuck... <laughs> that's why I say fuck Joe Witnesses, bro. I want to write a memoir, because it's not a book. You feel me? I don't want to write a book. I want to write a memoir called Religion Ruined My Family. And I'm not... Close to anybody on my mother's side of my family, bro. Because of Jehovah's Witnesses. Because they all Jehovah's Witnesses, and Jehovah's Witnesses believe if you was once part of them and you're no longer down with them, they can't fuck with you. Say that they, again. Well, say what again? You you want to write a book? I want to write a memoir called "Religion Ruined My Family," and it's about my mother's side of the family all being Jehovah's Witnesses. Shout out to. Uh, my cousin Lisa. My cousin Lisa is still deep in the faith, you feel me? But she don't she don't treat us like we fucking imbeciles. But this just the way the my mother's side of the family treated her and bro, my grandmother died this year, you feel me? Yeah. At the beginning of the year, top of the year, my grandmother died. She was like ninety seven years old. And it's like my grandmother made so that her wishes is that she wasn't her funeral wasn't in the kingdom hall. Because she wanted everybody to be able to come. Right. You feel me? My grandmother is definitely an amazing soul, amazing person. But at the end of the day, her faith that she followed to the to the to the T is like they weren't even uh, grant her that last wish. No, they did, they did, they uh, did. My my aunts and everybody who ever planned the funeral, they definitely made sure that my grandmother's wishes was uh, like like taken care of and mm-hmm. held on to. But um. So my mother was disfellowshipped from from the Jehovah's Witness Kingdom Hall, right? She was disfellowshipped. And I asked my mom, I'm like, why'd you get disfellowshipped? She was like, because I chose my your father over the church. I was like, what you mean by that? She like, yo, so she told, I've heard a million stories about all the physical, emotional, uh, fucking spiritual abuse that she took from her ex-husband, who was my brother and sister's father's, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I met the nigga when he met me. He was cool. You feel me? But I'm not my mother. I done lived all them years with this nigga oh, whooping right, her ass yeah, and shit yeah. like that. You know what I mean? I heard about that. Yeah. But when I met him, he was a cool dude. Like, he ain't never treat me no way, even though he knew I wasn't his son and not like that. Like, he never treated me no sideways. He never even gave me that energy. And I could definitely big him up for that. But he used to whoop my mom's ass and shit like that. And when she needed help, 
niggas used to turn a blind eye to it because in that faith, the man runs everything. Yeah, you feel the, me? the women, the women have no power when it comes to shit like that. Mm-hmm. So as much as my mother was begging the brothers of the Kingdom Hall to come talk to her husband who was not coming home at night, who she's hearing stories running around with other women and shit like that. She's like, yo, please come talk to my husband. And they're like, no. You feel me? So eventually, he does his thing for a while enough. He wants to his wife. Right. He does his thing for a long enough time where my moms and my pops start talking. And my pops start knocking it down. You feel me? Right. And now it's an issue because this nigga don't got free reign over the crib no more. He can't just come and pop up. He ain't got a key no more. So it's who the fuck you got in my house? Nigga, you ain't been here in a minute. How is it still your house? This nigga went to the Kingdom Hall and got the brothers from the hall to pull up to the crib like, yo, uh, we hear that you got another uh man in your house, this, that, that's not your husband, this, that, and third. And she was like, yo, all the time that I try to come talk to him when he beat my ass, when he got a, he started a whole other family somewhere else and I asked y'all for help me, y'all declined me, y'all never even heard me out. And now he found out I'm happy with somebody else, now he got issues and shit. So she was like, fuck y'all. And they basically told her, either choose between my father and the kingdom hall. She chose my pops. No, that was an easy ass choice. She was like, yo, this is the best <laughs> man I ever met in my life. The nigga that treated me the best out of every man I ever dated in my life. Y'all want me to kick him to the side when y'all niggas can't even come to my rescue when I need y'all. Right. Mm-hmm. So I say with an open heart, fuck them niggas. Mm. I love I love my family. You know what I mean? Shout out to my cousin Lisa, my aunt Sherry and them. Fuck yeah. the whole witness. Nigga said, "One, you know the job is not as soon as they knock on the door." <laughs> that ass. Yo, uh, before we get in the go any further, I I want to formally introduce y'all to Kaya NYC. Um, right now he's doing dope things. He dropped two projects, two amazing projects this year. Shit up name One was Keep Going, the other under, underestimated. You know what I'm saying? Fire, fire. You know, these are my two favorite people in the world. You know what I'm saying? Besides family and stuff, but they are family. You know, my two favorite people in the world, you know what I mean? So we got Big City, Kaya, NYC. We got TJ Hackett, a.k.a. The Blind Boss, whose book just dropped. Before Kaya came in, we was talking about how Blind Boss, how Blind Boss, uh, for 19 years, he had his sight. And then one day, it just went black. From. It faded. It all faded away. So, what was that like? The adjusting from going to see everything to not seeing nothing. How did that impact your life? I know it impacted it. Crazy. Everything changed mm. for you. Well, no, no, yeah, but um, the the biggest change was the people, really. Mm. You, you know. Um, it was people mainly that made or break any situation in my life after going blind. You know what I'm saying? People that kept around, people that I chose to be around, whatever. Like, I, I, I found out that regardless is if you like to be alone or not, like, people will always be a big part of every person's life. An important part of every person's life. Yeah, so I uh, so going, going blind like the most part I just surrounded myself around everybody. 
Anybody that I can. I ain't gonna hold mm-hmm. you. I remember I was away in college at the time. I wasn't I wasn't in PA. I had transferred schools. I was in North Carolina at the time. Mm. Nigga Rel called me. Rel was like, yo, this nigga blind boss went blind. Blind boss went blind. He was a blind boss back then, <laughs> but he was like, yo, thorough thing. Yo, blind yeah. boss is blind. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. This nigga not blind. He's like, yo, nah, this nigga blind. blind. I come home for Thanksgiving break. <clears throat> I pull up in the whip. The first thing I see is blind boss outside by himself, throwing away the garbage. You know how niggas had the garbage cans right there by the gate when you came out the building? So this nigga's throwing away the garbage. So the nigga walks out the building, he throws the garbage in the can. (laughs) And then he walks back to the door. No stick or nothing. No stick or nothing. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. But then when the nigga went back to the door, he had to search for the door handle. I was like, oh, shit. Maybe this nigga really is blind. And then I feel like I do. I did everything, the same thing everybody else does. When they, this nigga ain't blind. They wave in front of his face and shit. So, John jumping at the nigga. Whisper, whisper. <laughs> like he deaf. Like, is he really blind? I'm like, yes, I'm really blind. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 could ask you, I could sit here and ask you and say, like, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, Malcolm X said he lost his vision in jail, right? Because he was reading in the dark. But they say when he lost his vision, that's when he gained his sight. Or when he lost his sight, that's when he gained his vision. Uh, do, do you consider yourself like in the same, like the, the same situation? Um... Not really. Uh, I'll probably... Because in most situations that I be thinking of, I already knew most of the shit that I already knew as a child. I I knew it now, but I didn't know I knew it or know how I knew it. But I always had some kind of... Deep, unknown, hidden knowledge, knowledge within me to know to do shit. You see what I'm saying? So, um, so after I went blonde, it was just more like, okay, now it's time for that stuff to be awoken. And now it's time for, for me to learn why I noticed or how I noticed. So I'll probably say being blonde definitely set me on a path that I was supposed to be on. Or, or rather, kept me on a path that I was supposed to be on. <laughs> no, but um, as far as like losing or gaining wisdom from sight or whatever you said. Nah, I, I wouldn't say they come together. But you told me earlier in a conversation we had that if you didn't go blind, you would be dead. What you what you mm-hmm. meant by that? Well, there's been times when um, cops didn't know I was blind, and I guess they figure I fit the description. But then they seen a blind nigga stick like, wait a minute. Maybe he's yep. not Hold on, hold on. Before you figure, I don't even know what what is called. We done called it a blind nigga stick for the last 20 years. I don't know what's the proper name. Just like we call Chinese food Chinaman. Yo, I said that I said that in corporate America. They was like, yo, what they got to eat? I said Chinaman. They like, what? <laughs> I've had to go to see HR and stuff. 
What is it called? A walking stick? Nah, it's called the blind nigga stick. I be like, yo, y'all be telling. I was like, yo, one of my best friends is blind. Niggas like, what you mean he blind? Like, he can only see a little bit. Like, no, he completely blind. They be like, damn, sorry for that. I be like, don't be sorry for this nigga. This nigga probably more lit than you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be sorry for him, nigga. Yo, yo, side though, he was he was bringing girls to my apartment and stuff like that. (laughs) I couldn't do it. If I did it, my mom's cursed me out. If he did it, he was like, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga had the block block jumping. Nigga had the work on deck, block jumping. Nigga cooking clean for itself, my nigga. Yo, bro, I always tell... When niggas, I tell people one of my best friends is blind and they're like, they feel sorry, but like, don't feel sorry. I'm like, this nigga's one of the illest niggas on the planet, bro. I was telling him that. I was one telling him that. Illest niggas on the planet. I was telling him that, but he said that, he said that, and this is your exact words, that I'm, I'm not a likable guy. No, not really. Why don't you think so? Oh, well, because I'm have a different state of mind that people don't have or are probably not even ready to understand. You just like to challenge what everybody nah, got yeah. to say. Nah, this nah. nigga got defiance nah, disorder. Nah, 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 not even. It's just like, um... If you say, like, yo, the like, sky is blue, you be like, well, technically... <laughs> red and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, I did not ask you <laughs> Nah, shit just gotta be truth to me. If shit just don't make sense to me, then I don't know why motherfuckers believe it. It's it's, it's simple shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't sit there and tell me that fucking uh, 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 someone shit is one way and it's like, yo, but when I do this this way, it doesn't work out like that. But now you're sitting there trying to tell me, oh, no, don't worry about that. You know explain explain your theory on uh, COVID, cause it's, it was an interesting one. You know? let, let, let's put it like this. Uh, well, one, th- this is another reason why people won't like me is because um, that that washing your hands for twenty seconds shit. Like I personally believe there's something wrong with you if you're sitting there in the bathroom counting to twenty while you're washing your hands. There's a song about that, bro. Something wrong. to sing your ABC <laughs> while you wash your hands. That's what we teach your kids. Sing. Right. You, by the time you finish your ABCs, your hands should be done. <laughs> and shit like that is wrong. You're sitting there singing, not even washing your hands right. You see what I'm saying? Like, washing hands. You just wash the back of your hands in between your fingers and then under your fingernails. That's well over 20 seconds. So, just wash your shits properly. And you ain't got to... Right, but what's properly? I just told you. Back of your hands in between your fingers and under your fingernails. Right, but who taught you that? My grandmother. Right. How many niggas got grandmothers like your grandmother? The hell if I know. Right. Niggas ain't got niggas. Nobody teaching niggas how to wash their hands. All they say is, you come out the bathroom, they say, did you wash your hands? And kids go, yes. <laughs> no matter what, no matter what happened in that bathroom, right, so kids that was, go, did you count the 20? Kids go, yes. <laughs> another thing is that, what? another thing is that while we on the subject of washing your hands, the world don't give a shit about you, bro. That's a fact. And I'll tell you why, because they tell you, wash your hands 
after you use the bathroom. Right. Wash, 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 wash your before. hands before you touch your right. dick. That's, a, that's another thing, too. You know what I'm saying? Yo, my yeah. uncle. I remember my uncle. Oh, my baby mama calling me. This nigga in trouble already. I probably am. Hello? Yo. You said this ain't live, right? Yeah, this is live. Oh, bro. shit, she heard you, son. He watched Lil put it on speaker. Um, <laughs> say, say that right? Uh, yeah, I'll write him. Crazy shit. Okay. I don't edit, so this shit gonna right. <laughs> phone call and all. I appreciate you, really. They gonna be like, "Yo, what podcast is this?" Yo, you don't. Like, you right. This I'm shit not is real up. life, nigga. My baby mama always think I'm cheating, so that's how I gotta answer the phone. <laughs> 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 yeah, real well, shit. You technically speaking, you can't cheat on your baby mama, so that gotta be like your girl. My girl always think I'm Ooh, cheating, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, see? see and I can't I pay this mortgage you. by myself, so <laughs> we got to make her sure she's happy, nigga. Unless one of y'all niggas going to move in. <laughs> she said, we can't afford to break up. <laughs> Yo, honestly, bro, a lot of people can't afford to break up, bro. Yeah, that's a fact. Because you come together to build. Right. You know what I mean? You come together to build. But it's, I'll, I'll, it's easier when you have somebody to work with. Right, right. Two incomes, man. Right, bro. You don't underestimate that. You can't underestimate that because if y'all both making like 70000 a year. That's 140000 in your house. Right. For 140000 you can live all right. You might not be great, but you can live all right. You know what I mean? Right. That shit better than I. That's a lot. I can do a lot with that. So not fraying away from the book, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to give any spoilers, but... Blind boss, you created the 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 dead men, the norms, and the converters. How mm. how do each set of characters separate themselves, and or how are they special to to the audience? You know. Well, they are special to the audience because they are the audience. They're all just regular people. Just like just like me and you is just um after after a certain uh, cataclysmic event. Oh, big one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, depending upon where you were, what you were doing, uh, uh, that categorized you as the type of person that you were, which was either a converter, uh, a norm, or, or a dead man, or whatever the case. Yeah, and, and the imagery that you, like when I'm reading, I actually see the images of uh, the the norms being tall, taller than average creatures, the dead men, the skin falling off their body. And then the converters is exactly what they did. Energy convert, they convert energies from their own self or from the area around them or from around things into anything mm-hmm. um, by using either their mind or body movements or, you know, it depends on how strong or how uh, into life you are. The more into life you are and the more into things in life you are, the obviously the more powerful you'll be. 
What was the process of, of writing this book? The process of writing the book? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, like, what, what you mean? Like, like uh, did you go through, like, writer's block or... Did you go through... I got, I got one in the room. Did you go through, like, writer's... It's probably on the floor. Did you go through like writer's block or you know uh, what kept it creative for you? Um, well, I don't, I don't personally believe in writer's block. Um, because I, I believe working and writing is kind of like hand in hand. You know, like you can't work straight without taking a break. So the same thing applies to writing. You can't write straight without taking a break. So if that, unless you want to call that writer's block, then whatever, then by all means. But um, any time that I, I I had to take a break, I always did things that gave me more ideas. I so my bed things, made up. I always did things that gave me more ideas. To uh, um to push me through, like say if, if I came to a scene where I ain't know what to say or, or what to do, like I even turned that into a scenario. You see what I'm saying? It's like uh it's like damn, so a big event happened. So now we all here stuck, and now damn, what do we do? So now um I can now I can just come up with a whole scene from that, and a lot of different. Uh, cases, it would be like historical events or something like that that kept the process going for the most part of the whole book. Excuse me. Yeah, and and, that, and that's crazy. So what what's one of the biggest takeaways for you writing the book? Like, did you feel like, did you feel yourself? literally becoming an author while you was writing it or have you always had that little thing inside you that said you was an author I, I always had the little thing I always believe I had the that <clears throat> that divine gift to to do something but I just didn't know what it was because I was like society dictate my life mm, don't 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 go past that. What do you mean you let society dictate your life? Well, um, you know, the the cliche, stereotypical bullshit that, you know, everybody goes through as kids. You, like, yo, yo, my, my, my G, like, I didn't, I, I was scared to take the date or even talk to the most beautiful Italian chick I ever saw because I thought every Italian person was a part of the mob. You see what I'm saying? So. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just the vibe that I had as a little kid. <laughs> but that that came from you know uh, uh, watching mob movies, yeah, and all, all reading the shit. newspaper, and yeah, and listening to what other people say. You know what I'm saying? But like, if I had somebody to tell me the proper way of things were how things are really then you know then maybe I would have had a different life and what's that way that you shouldn't follow what people tell you you should do what you should do 
where you feel like you should do it. You shouldn't let nobody dictate, tell you how to feel. Like, it, like I don't care if you feel like braiding hair and you a god. Like, braid hair. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing feminine about that. It, it's not a feminine thing. It's just grooming. It's taking care of yourself. Like, the only difference I see between man and female is uh, is a dick and a pussy. That's it. That's the only difference. Yeah. That's crazy that you say that because you and Kaya said something to me that changed my life. Literally, bro. Well, what was that? It was, uh, it was, um, you told me that, you know, I told you one day I had to clean up because I'm having company. It was, and you was yeah, like, word, yeah. why are you only cleaning up because you have company? You got to clean up for you. It's like. Why would you just take a shower because you got to go to work or you going outside, take a shower so you could be in your essence fresh, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's that made so much sense. sense. Yeah. And at that moment, I realized that, yo, you living your life for everybody else. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's you, how society dictates you. Like, right. on that, like when you know some that first impression bullshit. I don't, I don't believe I don't, in that neither. I don't think you living your life for other people. You just trying not. You try on your daily basis to offend the least amount of people possible. Mm. Like if you don't care about washing your ass, <laughs> don't wash your ass. <laughs> but when you get on the train and you wash your ass for a week, niggas are gonna be like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, you like, all right, let me get in the shower so I don't offend these niggas. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. We just, we don't want to offend people. Well, but all right, but what about, um, uh, uh, like, prettying up and, and looking good and shit? Yo, bro. Like. I've dated, I don't know how many girls. Like, like seriously dated, maybe. Not a lot. Like, a handful of girls. Like, between, I'm going to say from high school to now, yeah. I've dated a handful of girls, seriously. When girls, once you get past that honeymoon phase where everything is perfect and all your dates are perfect and you can't say nothing wrong (laughs) and the sex is amazing and, like, everything is great, bro. Once you get past that stage, don't nobody give a fuck about how they care. Once your bitch starts spending the night and she's got a drawer in your house, my nigga, she's going to be drooling on your pillow. Bitch going to be farting under the covers and shit like that. Sleeping in the do-rag. Dead ass. You see what I'm saying? Or I should go out the window because that shit is not important to them. Well, that but that's how society um dictates people's lives and shit. They tell you to lie and put your quote unquote best foot forward. And now, after I seen all the good things, but now I'm trapped because now I find out that the obviously, first thing. if I'm a businessman, right, and I'm dealing with a woman like on a professional level, business level, and she comes into this business meeting with. Her head looking like she just woke out of bed, crushed in her eye, dried up, drool on the side of her mouth, smelling a little tart. I'm looking at this bitch saying, I don't want to do no business with her. She don't got her shit together. Right. Feel me? She can't even take care of herself to come to this meeting. How the fuck she going to take care of my business? And that might not I be might true. I might want to hear what she have to say. But, but, your, but your, <laughs> image, <laughs> your image says a lot, bro. Image says a lot. Right. It, it, well, image says a lot because that's what society told you to do. You know what I'm saying? No, because, because you go, you could dub out with your image. Not to say that mm. in a negative way, but think about nah, yeah, yeah. every nigga that fuck with Erica Badu. All of their images changed, bro. Mm. Andre Three Stacks in skirts, common drinking fucking wheatgrass and shit like this. Like, niggas all changed for the people that they're around to appease who they want, my nigga. You feel me? 
Well, how, and I, how you know Erica Badu yo, just ain't got that good, good, man. I'm pretty sure like, she do. I mean, like, believe believe it when I For tell you. For a nigga to name his son a number, she got to have some good girl. <laughs> Shout out to Seven, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, but that's the thing, Kaya. Like, uh, you say all of that, but you, but you told me that, you know what I'm saying, in order for, like, self-love and you to walk at your own pace, there's certain things you have to... Start mastering about yourself, like you got to do the work in the dark, cause you do the work in the light. So the first thing that you told me was like, "Yo, start small, man. Just make your bed." You know what I'm saying? As simple as that sound, and as hereditary as that's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Wake up and make your bed. You know, my parents used to make me do it as a kid, but as I got older. You know what I mean? Some of those disciplines disappeared. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know what it's about, too? It's about confidence. Right. Confidence? That's another reason that we get dressed to make sure we look great when we head out the doors. It's a confidence thing. You know what I mean? That the actions of confidence come before the feelings of confidence. So you got to try to put your best foot forward. The people are going to look at you and go, not look at this nigga, but damn, look at this nigga. You know what I mean? Well, what do you, you got to put the nigga that's confident that don't worry about the bullshit because he already know he go on pack but this shit and if these niggas don't go with it, show me one. Well, okay. <laughs> show me one. Oh, uh, I can't say for a fact. Check but even a nigga who you can't who, who, you can't just claim it just because you don't know that it. But I'm saying show me one because I don't know one. I don't know nobody who doesn't keep those at a certain keep balance. Himself looking good, but still make bread. Like, I'm pretty sure there's people that look broke and poor as fuck, and they're probably billionaires. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure there's people I'm pretty who sure they, I'm pretty sure they are. And I'm, the leaders of the world, Bill Gates, wear the same shit. Bill Zaggy Gates, you never dumb. see Bill Gates scruffy. Now they always got a clean face. Um, what'd you call it? The CEO Zach Zuckerberg, book? same thing. Clean face all the time. I mean, niggas those... wake up, check up. Wait, wait, wait. They wake up every day and shave their face. Right. right every day they true. wake up and shave their face. They might not get a haircut all the time, yeah. but they ain't never got no facial hair out of place. Look at my shit. Yeah. My shit look crazy what? right now. That shit sound right to you? I'm like, come on. Why they ain't got no razor bumps or no shit like that? My, you got a clean shave every single time? I, I like, don't. I don't know. That shit, don't, that shit ain't normal. I feel like black people, we use clippers. So as long as you use clippers, you ain't going to get that many razor bumps. But I know niggas that get up every day and shave their face. Yeah. Mustache. They don't have no mustache, no beard, no right. nothing, no facial hair. And they in these corporate America places because in corporate America, that is the standard. You feel me? No, yeah, you got to be a face. It, everybody there got a baby face. My wow. lawyer got a baby face, nigga. That nigga don't have not a stash or nothing. I was looking at this and nigga even, like, damn, can like, I trust him? I, I work at, <laughs> I, me working in TV and see these guys, when they go to the makeup, they go to the makeup with uh, the, sh the razor blades and clippers. You know yep. what I mean? Mm. That's mm. a fact, bro. This is just the standard. It's, it's appeasing people and it's a level of confidence. And niggas know, like, yo, when I step in a room looking like this, this is the reaction I'm expecting. Yeah. You feel me? And that gives you the battery you need. I try to explain that to my son. My son was playing flag football. With the fighting shit, that nigga, I was like, you scared? He's like, no. And he go in there and fight, no issue. Flag football, my man. Every time it was time for him to get the ball, I'd be like, yo, what happened? Why you ain't run like that? I was scared. 
I told the coach I was scared. And you hear the coach going, KJ, you got this. You got this. He's like, I told him I was scared. In the heat of the moment. I'm like, yo, bro, oh, your confidence good. is not there because you haven't acted confidently. I mean, once you start acting confidently, once you start running the ball and doing whatever you got to do with confidence, the feelings of confidence come after. And I mean, you right. got to, you have to put out the work first. I forgot what book I read it came from, but that, you got to put the work in first. I'm good. I don't want to smoke no more. I heard one of the uh, CEOs I used to work for say that. He said, he said, I, I'm not confident because I speak good. I speak good because I'm confident. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to put the work in first. Everything is work, even your image. All right. Switching gears, going to Kaya NYC, dropping two projects in the year 2022. Hey, yo. You know what I'm saying? How, 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 how was that? Take us on a journey of how was that process? So the, the first tape I dropped was called Keep Going. Keep Going. That's a, a tape where uh, everything was produced by Q Banger. Shout out to Q. It features uh, Teddy Basics, my man Ty Skrillers. Shout out to Skrills. Um, Skrills and Teddy, I think those are the only two dudes on it. And then I got uh, Jazz Asswood and Nicole. Nicole from Eden Ball. I think those are, I hope I'm, oh, Lady Slim. Lady Slim, shout out Lady Slim too. I definitely can't forget Lady Slim. But um, it came about with me just, sitting around and I went almost a whole year without releasing music. I released one song last year. I released one song last year and that was, that was it. Suit and tie? No suit. No suit. No suit. It was the only song I released, only video I shot last year. And it was like, yo, the I named the tape Keep Going because I needed to motivate myself, you feel me? I needed to feel more confident. So I had to put the works of confidence like man, keep going. You good, you got this, keep going. Because I, I was slacking for a while. Um, I will say confidently, I don't think niggas is really fucking with me, bro. With a camera at. I don't think niggas is really fucking with me. <laughs> and that's, and that's, a, that's the God honest truth, bro. I really feel like that because I listen to everybody's shit, bro. Everybody from the rinky dink nigga who only got 80 followers on Instagram to the niggas that's up next to the superstars. And I'm listening to niggas' songs, and I'm listening to these hit songs, and I'm like, yo, the only reason my song is not a hit song is because I don't got the, the audience or the marketing budget. You feel me? That's why I don't have hit songs. Right. But my catalog is full of hit songs. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to re-record them, or maybe they could get mixed a little better. Like, whatever, whatever you, 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 be, your I'm issues be. with the music is, right? Because everybody got their own... Everybody hears it different, so I hear a lot of opinions. Especially at an artist at this level, I feel like a nigga like Drake, a nigga like Lil Wayne, like that tier of rappers, when niggas walk in the room, they hear their music, they don't walk in the room to critique their music. They walk in the room to hear it and just be in awe. It don't matter who I send the song to, my nigga, everybody got an opinion. At the end of the day, I can't take nobody's opinion but my own because if I'm gonna listen to forty motherfuckers tell me how I should do this song differently, I might as well not do it. They they should do it. They yeah. should do it, right? Uh-uh, they should do yeah. it. So it's like keep going is just it's just something in my head that's just like, all right, bro, you just gotta keep pushing forward. Like keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Why? Because you know what? 
this week I just filled it out. I figured out what my musical goal is. And I started listening to Wendy Day. She's on a podcast with two other dudes. I can't remember their names or the name of the podcast. But the lady's name is Wendy Day. And basically in the podcast, it was talking about you got to know what your purpose is. Why are you making this music? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And I've realized what I want to be, bro. I want to be a one-hit wonder. Like I'm in, I'm in a part, I'm in a place in my life where I'm in a steady career. I'm making decent money. I have great benefits. Know what I mean, I'm in the city I love. I live a very happy life. Know what I mean, happiness. I don't got to be super rich to be happy, my nigga. I'm happy. I can come pull up on a Tuesday on my break. It's two in the morning. I'm sitting with my niggas. You feel me? Two times. Happy. I'm happy though. You feel me? I'm happy. So it's like, all right, boom. All I need is now. It's not a little feat. All I want is a because I got high, gallus, something. One of those kind of hits. Know what I mean? All I, all I want is one. Like kung fu fighting. Yo, listen. If it's kung fu fighting, as long as I don't look stupid or make my mother hate me, like I'm with it. As long as I, you know what I mean. I'm sure she wouldn't hate you if you made a one-hit wonder. Nah, you. my mother would. If, <laughs> no disrespect to the the, the like LGBTQ something. something like that. But if I was on Little Nas X dressed like the devil and shit like that, my mother would not be happy with me, my nigga. You feel me? So as long as I ain't got to do no no crazy ass weirdo shit, man, and I can make a hit song and still be me and like live that glory, ride the fame. And then be able to pass the jewels down to people who really want to pursue this as a career. Because honestly, bro, in the music that we we create, at our age, my nigga, we dinosaurs already. Yeah, right. Niggas right. don't want to yeah. hear us. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, all right, if I could get one, if I could just get one, and it don't got to be a, a global smash, you know what I mean? I just want to get a song that I could go to the club in five years and niggas are still playing that shit. It's like, oh, I. I did good. I did good. You know what I mean? Get whatever bread I could get from the situation. Make the breast of the bread. And that's it. All right. Yo, I, I, was just talking, I was just talking to my man today. He was like, yo, you know, I was bumping your joint for my mans and them and all this and all that. That just, that shit just felt like success to me, bro. He was like, yeah, I was just bumping that joint and letting my boys in. And they was like, yo. He really did that? He was like, I know him. He did that. <laughs> <laughs> he living what he rapping about. Yo, you know what's hard for me? Is like when you get in somebody's car or something like that and they start playing your songs. Because I be in that weird space like, oh, yeah, you playing my shit to you just playing my shit because I'm sitting here. Right. Because I be checking my Spotify for artists, man, and I don't see no streams from this area. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I'll be torn, bro. But, be- but you you said something about, uh, you know, not embarrassing your mom. And when I when I hear that, I think of, like, integrity and, and you know what I'm saying, building an image that's authentically you. How important is that to both of y'all? Wanna go first, one, bro? Building an image? And, and, and being true to yourself. Uh, well, I would only go but so far to 
just like Kaya said, like, but but that would be more for myself than, like, for like my moms or anybody else. Like, if I want to do a porno, like, I'll, I'll do a damn porno. If they got the bag, <laughs> blind boys, forget integrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, because I, I I believe in a thing called like inability. You gotta release your inhibitions. Know what I'm saying? Like, if you good at sex, then sell sex. I mean, like, just be a professional at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be a... <laughs> hey, hey. I ain't knocking nobody hustling, man. <laughs> Damn, I ain't gonna nothing. Yo, how you do it is how you do it. You can do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, like, but me, I, I still have certain morals for myself, though. So, like, I, I, I won't... I don't think I would be in a porno. I don't know. What about you? What's the question again? Because this nigga started talking about porn. <laughs> <laughs> Throw everybody <laughs> off. Everybody's ready to jack off. <laughs> but I was saying that, you know, how important it is. For your image. And you to uphold integrity and, and your image and being authentically you. I feel like integrity is everything bro because you know you know me bro I, I i work with high school kids too so besides the kids i teach remember i coach baseball and i'll be around different kids in a high school setting all the time and i'm always telling the kids yo bro you still got to do what's right even when nobody's watching you bro that's what integrity is doing what's right like you still got to be you when nobody's watching if you if you somebody different when nobody's around nigga that's not you you faking it. You whatever. You just trying to get by, man. Damn. Trying to impress whoever you around. Right. That shit is fake. My nigga, you just got to be who you got to be. Yo, and I got the illest game today. My man said, I was telling him I'm going on a date. But, and I, this has always been a problem with me. Like, I could vibe around y'all and I could be myself around y'all. Because I'm not trying to flirt with y'all. I'm not try, trying to take y'all to the bedroom or nothing like that. So it's just like, uh, but let's say an attractive woman was here, you know, the whole game plan, the whole, the whole, uh, aura and energy, a change. And my man had to tell me, he was like, yo, if you can't be yourself around a, a female, you don't need to be around them. You know what I mean? You're trying, you're trying to mean, you mean like what, you gay or something? That, that goes back to what we was talking about earlier, though, my nigga. Trying to put your best foot forward. Like, you don't, my nigga, especially when it comes to women, my nigga, you don't know how many niggas is banging on her fucking DMs and her door trying to get her attention. You got hers, you not trying to lose it. So you trying to put your best foot forward. Sometimes your best foot and who you exactly are on the first date is not who she needs to be. Maybe date three. Maybe date five. When she decides she's going to give it a shot. Like, before this gets serious, bitch. I use the word bitch at least six to ten times. It ain't my fault. Yeah. <laughs> just letting you know. This shit just happens. All right. So, Kai, going back to the music, what was, what do you want the audience to take away from your music? I think 
what I want the audience to know is I can say I've been very privileged, right? I smile a lot, but that doesn't mean the life goes without pain. And a lot of my music, bro, I'm talking about the shit that makes me hurt. I'm not really talking about, I don't really have happy songs. Like, a lot of my songs aren't happy. Even though I'm a smiley, giggly, joking-ass nigga all day, the music I create isn't happy. And uh, this nigga Mo, this nigga Mo was like, yo, yo, you a partying-ass, fun-ass nigga. Like, make more songs like that. And I was like, yo, you know what? You right. I need to. And it was just like, I don't feel that, though. Like, I can only make what I feel, bro. And I feel like I I write the best songs when I be going through the worst shit. You ain't brush your teeth and wash your ass. I wrote that shit sitting alone on my couch. <laughs> sitting alone on my couch. And my girl and my son was in the Bronx and I'm stuck in my house by myself. Because I fucked up. I was wrong. I did bad. You feel me? Now I'm sitting here by myself. I got fucking food trays and liquor bottles and beer bottles and ashtrays all on. Mind you, I got a whole bed upstairs, but I'm on the couch. <laughs> the living room look crazy. And you ain't brush your teeth and wash your ass. Literally, I was thinking about her. I was thinking about her, and I was like, Yo, I should call her. She probably not going to answer me because she's still mad with me. So she probably not going to answer but I should call her. And I was like, nigga, you ain't do nothing for yourself today. You worry about this bitch. You ain't do nothing. You ain't brush your teeth. You ain't wash your ass. Like, <laughs> go do something for yourself. Clean this shit up. Right. I cleaned up, took a shower, shit like that. And I sat down and I'm like, you know what? Well, most of that shit come out of pain. So what I want people to know about the music is I'm human. I hurt. I feel. I also have fun. I mean, I try to give you a little bit of everything. Literally, from the, the lowest of lows to the having fun with my niggas. Like, I try to give you everything. I'm pretty sure I have at least one song out there that you can relate to that'll touch you. Promise you. Mm. Guarantee you. I, I, co- I co-sign that, too. Uh, so switching gears, what do you, what would you guys say that being this past Christmas and it's the holidays and we coming up on the new year, like what would you say that you learned about yourself this year that you can carry with you until the next year? Blind boss. <laughs> Shit. Uh, I'll probably say the best thing is, um, learning about, like, uh, how important personal space and, and, and I guess, quote unquote, loneliness actually feels like to me. You know what I'm saying? So, um... Because I've been single for a minute, and... No, nobody wants your ugly ass. <laughs> nah, because nah, I've just been working on myself. Like, I, in that, relationships, I That's always, what the chicks be saying, that they ain't find the right dick yet. <laughs> I've just been working on myself. Uh, oh, no, nah, but I actually mean it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, but nah, I'm saying because I actually found out that I'm actually good. Is chilling in the house in my own space, doing the things that I like to do, not trying to impress or not trying to please anybody else. Like, you know what I mean? Pouring straight out the bottle, not using a cup type shit. Taking a shit with the door open Yo, type shit. We social creatures, bro. We social creatures, bro. I know you wish you had a good, trustworthy, loyal joint to share that space with. Well, well of course. That happens every so often, but... I've been in relationships like motherfucker too, and I've been laying right next to that female, wishing the bitch wasn't there. So like, that's can, just I the shit. Like, <laughs> can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Goddamn, get the collection plate. So to it, the back. it goes both ways. You, you, you always gotta go through the different emotions, however you feeling. So, what do you think would make what's what's the better life for you? Uh, I um that I don't know. Honestly, you got to mm. think about it. That I might have to think about. But like I really do like the 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 chilling, doing whatever I want to do, how I want to do it. Shit, this shit is. What Chris cool. Rock said: alone and happy, or in a relationship and miserable. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said single and lonely. Or single and lonely, or married and miserable. Single and lonely. There's no happiness. Yo, no I seen some but Instagram I'm, video. I'm happy. This nigga was like, "Yo, I figure out the greatest hack to life." And the nigga just basically did the, uh, the I pronounce you Chuck and Larry shit. Yeah. Nigga basically saying that. He was like, yo. He was like, marry one of your friends. Right? You can still fuck all the women you want. You split all the bills down the middle. <laughs> and you went a two-income household. <laughs> and you get all the benefits. Whoever got the better benefits, you get all the benefits. <laughs> I was like, damn, that shit don't sound half bad. <laughs> What's the catch? Ain't no catch, nigga. You just gotta be married to your nigga. <laughs> On paper, I say you married to a man. Yo, this my husband right here. Don't be but, telling people on your husband, man. But yeah, so if anything that would bring to it, it um, into this shit is, is, is don't be afraid to be alone. Like, never know, like, how, how, how you can please yourself. Nigga, I please myself once a day like vitamins. <laughs> it says sometimes twice. <laughs> yep, so Kaya, same question to you. What you learned about yourself this year? I learned that... Yo, you know what's crazy? I learned that being still isn't terrible. Y'all know me from kids, bro. I can't be still for shit. I was always on the go, always at somebody's house, out the city, out the state. I was always on the go, bro. This year is the most I've ever sat still ever. And it's like, still isn't terrible. Honestly, I've been... Christmas is on Saturday. I had family at my house Friday. I stayed in the house Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What's today? Monday. Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Today's Wednesday now. So, right. So, I stayed in the house for four days. I didn't give a fuck what was happening today. I was coming outside. (laughs) (laughs) I was coming outside. I was like, nah, we going outside. There ain't no way I'm staying in the house. Definitely not on Blind Boss' birthday, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, 
Shout out to the blind boss, man. Birthday and book release. Damn book release. Dying to live. You could have been anywhere in the world, blind boss. Nigga said, get draw. I ain't read the book yet, but I got a catchphrase, fucker, so y'all gonna hear it. <laughs> but I was saying, I was saying that like uh, Kaya, which uh, dropping two projects and, and Blonde Boys, uh, becoming a official author, like we really kind of beat the odds. You know what I'm saying? Growing up where we grew up at, and you know, I was telling Blonde Boys like most of the people we knew didn't have a father. You know what I'm saying? And we we basically raised ourselves or grew up in a time where single mothers was raising black families. You know what I mean? We been beat the odds, though. How many people we know didn't make it to 25, let alone 30? A lot. Fuck around. How many niggas we know been in jail for 10 years? A lot. You feel me? We been beat the odds, my nigga. How successful we go is how successful we go, but I think we been beat the eyes, bro. What about you, And What you bringing to next year? 2023. Oh, man. The same thing I'm bringing now. Just at a better and and more intellectual, more professional. Like, uh, the last two years, I've been, like, it's been like the kickstart. Getting familiar with everything from music, uh, from music to running a, a t-shirt company to podcasting to even trying to write my own book, but it's all been at like an amateur level. You know, I've been I feel like I've been doing what I've been doing for quite some uh, quite some time, which it should all be starting to come together in in a professional manner where I could present it to the world and be proud of it. So. You know, next year I want to take that step into into showing off my artistry in a way I could be proud of. Mm-hmm. So, what class you gotta go to for that? <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> <Next> to church, <laughs> church, YouTube. You know, and, and it's crazy because I, I I hear myself answer these questions and talk. And I'm like, and I could feel the change already, bro. I could feel the change already. I had a conversation with Kaya the other day. I was, I was like, yo, bro, I'm not dumb. He was like, yo, you've been through enough shit not to be dumb, bro. And I was like, one of the realest things I've ever heard. You know, he said, you've been th- through enough shit to not make you dumb. Not be dumb, bro. Oh, yeah, speak on that. You literally, bro. Life experiences. The they say experience is the best teacher. They say smart men learn from the experience. Wise men learn from the experience of others. If we listen to all the shit the older niggas told us, mm-hmm. we'd be leaps and bounds ahead of shit. But we had to experience it for ourselves. Right. I mean, you experience it for yourself. It's like, damn, this nigga told me this shit was gonna happen. This shit <laughs> happened. I'm definitely not doing this shit again, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or so, you're going to keep doing it. Because some people keep doing it. Niggas is insane. Yeah. They, they said shit don't really start clicking till you turn 30. 
And if you stupid, you wait till you're 40. <laughs> I know some niggas that's 40 that's just getting it together. So shout out to them. So so this coming year, what is something you look forward to uh, accomplishing? Um, this year, I think my biggest accomplishment this year is going to be helping all my friends drop. Including you. I got Dice. And I got Teddy. Who I'm helping, like, organize shit. Not, like, with the music, like, helping them make music, per se. But I'm just helping them, like, organize the shit and drop in and getting everything together and shit like that. Shit that I should be doing for myself. But I don't know why it's so much easier to do for other people. Because uh, you always see the picture when you're not in the frame. Uh, you know what I mean? Blind Boy yeah, Stug yeah. said that to me. Yeah, Darren Sell said it. It's, it's chess. It ain't checkers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping everybody drop. I'm helping everybody drop in a way where I've learned from trial and error to make niggas sense. Honestly, when it comes to music and anything else, image is important, and it's it's what niggas believe that you are. You are what they think you are. My nigga, I started dropping all those songs and videos back to back to back to back for a good year, and niggas was like, yo, this nigga's on fire. You feel me? I'm like, I'm dropping better music now, and they're like, damn, what a lot. Niggas is coming to me like, yo, when the last time you dropped something? I'm like, damn, I just dropped something two weeks ago. Like, like, no, you didn't hear that? No, all right. (laughs) So that's what it is. I think musically what separates somebody is the... The branding and the promotion, you know what I mean? Because everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody is good to somebody. And everybody, I feel like once you put pen to paper and, and write down what you're thinking, you know, I, I think that's that's being halfway there, bro. It's like, oh, I remember Chris Rock had a conversation with P- Patrice O'Neill on why he ain't where... He, he he should be as a comedian. He said, you think this is just about jokes? <laughs> it's, it's not just about jokes. You know what I'm saying? If it was, you would be the funniest person in the room every time. But it's not just about jokes. You know oh, what shit. I mean? <laughs> so what is it about? It's about creating a connection with the people and especially the people that could put you in these positions, the uh, having access to the people that could put you in positions where you can flourish with your artistry. Like I said, your life only goes as far as the people you talk to for no reason. Mm, that was 50. You got to talk to people. You never know what doors niggas going to open up, bro. That's a fact. And I- I was telling Blonde Boss, like, yo, in the case of scenario, son, I always say that if you're looking for good people, become a good person, you'll attract good people. You know? Maybe, yeah. I'm not laughing at you. I just had a thought in my head. I don't know why I started thinking about Fantasia. (laughs) I was like, well, I guess if she hung out with some readers, then maybe. (laughs) Get her shit together. You 
you stupid. <laughs> nah, well, if she hung around readers, then what does she need to learn how to read for? Go ahead and free yourself. <laughs> Not, shout out Fantasia. She said, yo, if you still listening to the shit I said back then, you need to go somewhere in hell. Yeah. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> Yo, no, every time I think of Fantasia, though, it was a meme that her, like, remember the game Ruzzle? Yeah. Remember the Ruzzle game? So it was a meme or a picture of her, like, twirling her earring or some shit. And it was like, I want to play Ruzzle. And that shit, to me, is the funniest <laughs> shit ever. So, Blind Boss. What's, I know the book just dropped today. But it's like, yo, what's next? That's already been. This is a solid book. Yeah, bro. Uh, uh, nah, um, you know, I, I feel like I'm a writer at heart, so I, I, I'm actually writing on a different piece um, as well. Uh, so I'm ho- actually hoping to actually try to promote this book as well for um, before and after. Before and after? Yeah. And um, it's basically a book about uh, before and after life. Like, like you know how like when somebody say, oh, "Damn!" Like in my past life, I had to do some fucked up shit. That's the only reason why I'm going through this now. Yeah, it, I I took that concept and made a whole book out of it. Mm. You know what That's I'm fine. Saying? So yeah, so I called it before and after, and it's the life. It's, well, it's before and after life, and then it's the whole scenario about how he did some fucked up shit, and now he got sentenced um, to life, so he has to live a fucked up life now, and mad shit just happens to him. You know, so it's like, I, I'm actually hoping to um, put that out uh, within the next couple of months or so, so that will probably be like my next accomplishment. It sounds like a five star idea, so congratulations in advance, brother. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, this is my passion, so I, I got a lot more coming. <laughs> and then it's like, yo, entertainment. I just love to be entertained, and so I figure if I love to be entertained, and I'm just human, everybody else loves to be entertained too, so let's just all entertain each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's entertain. Speaking of mm. entertainment, I got a joke for y'all. Y'all ready? Okay, so. All right. So it was this guy. It was this guy. He went to the doctor, right? The doctor said, have you ever had that before? The guy yeah. said, yeah. The doctor said, well, you got it again. <laughs> <laughs> I got another doctor joke. All right, so a guy go to the doctor. He tell the doctor his elbow fucked up. And the doctor sends him home with a pee cup. He's like, pee in the cup, bring it tomorrow, and I'll tell you what's wrong with your elbow. So he gets pissed from his wife. He gets pissed from the dog. And you pee all in the cup, the same cup. He was like, I'm going to fuck this doctor brain up. And he brings the piss back to the doctor. The doctor tests the piss, and he, he comes right back out. He was like, listen, I checked the piss, and I just wanted to let you know that your 
Wife has rabies, the dog pregnant, and your elbow, your elbow be fine if you stop jacking off. That's funny. Shout out to guard Red Fox. That's his story. Red Fox is dead, right? Dead. That's a piece of Red Fox, man. For real, for real. I got a question for you, Diggity. Ready? What's up? And it's not going to be... I don't need no... No, no politically correct answers or nothing. I need I, real answers. I, somebody gonna, asked me this answer, and I couldn't come up with the answer. So I, we gonna raw dog. Raw dog. No Top five battle rappers of all time. Ooh. On the spot. On the spot, we going daylight. Mm. Murder Mook. T Rex. Loaded Lux. And I had to put, damn, I had to put New Jersey Twerk. Yo. New Jersey Twerk in there. Because even though he's inconsistent, but when he's consistent, he leaves earth, bro. I remember I was listening to, <laughs> and I saw this on Instagram, and it happened to me. So I, it was a dude recording himself watching New Jersey Twerk battle. And, and, he was going so, he was going so in deep with his verse. The the kid, he just started crying, bro. <laughs> and and it's talking about battle rap, talking about killing somebody in multiple ways, battle rap. And he just started crying because it's beautifully, it's beautifully crafted and all of that. And I and it happened to me, bro. I, I it was like beautifully crafted. I'm just like, oh my goodness. Now I got a question, a follow-up question, right? Because here was my... Because Twerk, I, I thought Twerk 2, top five. I thought Twerk 2. But Twerk chokes. Right. Right? Right. And there's somebody else who chokes, too. Who else chokes? Who has choked more than once? Uh, Sue Surf. Um, Loaded Lux. Uh, out of... Out of the, out of the people I named? No, no, no. Somebody you didn't name. Uh, who else chose with everybody? I'm chose. giving you one more, one more guess. Um, Lou Castro? Nah. Chess. Oh, yeah, Chess. Of course, Chess. Yeah. Chess, bro. Yeah. I'm like, yo, twerk and chest are one and the same to me because I feel like both of them, when they on top of their shit, right. is like, right. oh my god, what? How did y'all even think about that shit? Right. But they both be, they both have yep. had. I I watched the battle. I watched the battle with chess and uh the saga from 2016. And Chess was rapping like you could go back to that battle, and it sounded like it was recorded today. Talk about like diseases and poison and the food, and you know what I'm saying? People getting killed for the Jordans and stuff like that. And he was like, "Yo, this shit is happening today." 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's not just beautifully crafted, but it's timeless. You know what I mean? Timeless, bro. Real talk, but I'm a I'm a battle rap dope fiend, bro. I feel like uh, my homegirl Josie, she got invited to Math Show. Before Math Show blew up, yeah. I guess he had like, like, like he was inviting like regular battle rap fans, not regular battle rap fans, but like, like battle rap fans, like fan fans of battle rap to come to the show and like talk and shit like that. Right. And then COVID happened. So she ain't get a chance to go. She was supposed to be on that shit. Mm-hmm. And she she definitely, shout out to Josie. She sends me all the links. When there's battles on Saturday, she sends me all the links. Like, yo, watch that, watch that, watch it, watch it. Right. She definitely be doing her thing. But yeah, you know what I mean? I, I got a question for you. Right. What was the best battle you've ever seen? <sighs> I ain't gonna hold you. The best battle I ever seen the one that comes to a head immediately is Lux and Calico. That's, I think I think that's the battle that made people fall in love with, with battle rap. You know what I mean? Yo, Lux and Calico, it's just like everything you want in the battle was there, my nigga. Right. Calico clearly won the first round because Lux choked. Right. His second round was... And then Lux came out flaming. Snatched, snatched the whole rounds back. You, you know who, who who else did that? Um, Murder Mook. Murder Mook did that versus Tay Rock. Uh, it was like it was like a evenly battle, but Tay Rock third. I mean Murder Mook third round just defeated all the Tay Rocks. Tay Rocks th- three rounds. Right. You know what I mean? Mook is definitely a goat. I mean, I can't. You can't take nothing from Mook. So it's like I don't know when I when I when I watch Mook battles, I don't watch them with the same. That's the same kind of conversation I was saying earlier. Where niggas walk in the room with Jay Z and Drake and shit. Yeah. I ain't really critiquing Mook bars. I'm just there to listen. Right, you right. Feel me? I'm just right, there to listen. Right. I know. Uh, Tay Rock just got thirty though. Yeah, I just literally watched it. That nigga bro. got thirty. <laughs> It was a gentleman's thirty, cause Tay Rock was pretty fire too. It's just that what killed them was, was that the angled and about to fight, and everybody yeah, known like, you for almost fighting and stuff like that. Yeah, and that nigga bars was wrote about you almost fighting. Right, like <laughs> nigga was almost fought on stage, and then the nigga bars was about you almost fighting. And nigga. then, and then like, when you on. got. When you got mad dirt on you and you dig up dirt on somebody else, that's kind of like, that's kind of like, I, you know what that's like? That's like freaking you and your men's running from the police, right? You hide in the garbage can, your men get caught. And then he go to the garbage can like, yo, yo we got caught. We caught. <laughs> we caught. <laughs> yo, come out, nigga. We caught. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, yeah, shout out to Battle Rap. Shout out to Smack. All of that. Huge fans, bro. Super huge fans. You ever thought about battling? Nah. I'm thinking about You know why it, I never bro. thought about it? Because them niggas... Gotta remember all that shit, all my nigga. All that shit. I ain't gonna hold you. The first cipher cipher I've been to into as an adult 
these niggas was really freestyling off the head, saying whatever, and I was like, damn, I could definitely freestyle way better now. But at the time, I couldn't really freestyle. And I'm like, I'm about to just spit some writings at these niggas. Right. And I couldn't run my writings past like four, six bars. Like, right. I couldn't. Right. Ain't no way I could get up three minutes of bars, my nigga. How many with, bars is that? With the crowd cheering you on, stopping you. So you got to run it back so you can remember. You know what I'm saying? No, and performing in front of the audience and all that. But there was a nigga who... Who repeated his whole line every single time he stopped? Right, but that like, that's dope though, cause if you if you uh, fire if you fire you don't even gotta say the whole shit. The audience, the audience right? gonna pick up on yeah. it. Yeah, if your if your bars is memorable enough, it just gotta be a fire bar. Cause when it come back, everybody's gonna say the last word to Yo, the line. Tay Rock do that shit. He'll go a whole two minutes. And then he'll run the two minutes back and everybody remember every yeah. line. You know what I'm saying? Every line. <laughs> Rattle rap. Yeah, man. I mean, I ain't gonna hold y'all much longer. Anything, any last words or any anything on your heart you want to tell the world and stuff like that or... You know what I'm saying? Is it something you want to tell the kids? Fuck these kids. I don't want to tell the world this, though. You want to be happy? Do whatever the fuck you got to do to get some bread to keep you in your happy place. I mean, the people at work ain't always your friends. Mm. I mean, you can find friends at work, though. Them niggas is acquaintances. So anything that happens at work, don't take that shit personal. Them niggas ain't your friends. And if you want to keep having consistent sex for the rest of your life, don't get in a relationship. Because <laughs> this shit ain't worth it. Not on that level. It's good for everything else that we talked about earlier. But the buns, nah. Go somewhere else for that. <laughs> That's what I want to tell the world. Hello, world. <laughs> what about you, blind boss? So, um... I guess I'll just go with the cliche in the New Year's. Uh, I guess I have a New Year's resolution. And and that would be to uh, uh, actually start excommunication to certain people out of my life and start bringing in certain other people into my life. Like people that would it bring me more of what what I feel I need to move on, like receiving that kind of energy, you know, like go, go get an energy and uh, uh, move around energy and ambitious energy and self-motivating energy. You know, I want to surround myself around more people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dope, man. And for me, mine's is simple, bro. I, I This changed my whole perspective. It was like, when I was out here self-destructing in this very apartment by myself, you know, drinking gallons of Tito's and, you know what I'm saying, Uber eating to the point, like, I should have put fucking shares <laughs> inside the company, you know, just killing myself, you know, somebody told me, you know, be kind to yourself. So, I, and that changed everything for me because people always say 
you know, uh, you gonna get through this, you know, you got this, you know, I'm with you. If you need anything, let me know. And they say stuff like that, but nobody tell you like, yo, be kind to yourself. You know, and I want I wanna spread that message going into the new years. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta always beat yourself up and you know, you could uh put a date on put a date on when you're going to start working on yourself and stuff like that and accomplishing. Because that's what depression is. Depression is not doing what you said you do. You know what I'm saying? You get that shitty feeling and stuff like that. So be kind to yourself. We're going to put a bow on their head. You know, my brother's just falling asleep. We went from <laughs> high energy to middle energy to... I'm still high, nigga. <laughs> uh, I've been up since like four. Word. I've been up I since was, seven a.m. What I've time? I've been up since is? like three this afternoon. I ain't gonna hold you. I took a nap when I first woke up. So I woke it's up three a.m. Before you put a bow on it, is daylight the best better rapper of all times? He might be. Yeah, he might be. It's between daylight and moot and loaded. So. How do you how do you get past him trying to stick a microphone in his ass? <laughs> they like, yo, that was a marketing brand. Yo, when you listen to the dude, the dude been rapping the way he been rapping since he came out, but he had no intention, no exposure. So he said, when I started trolling and getting people to watch going going on Vlad. TV to say I suck Diddy Dick and you know going to battle saying yo if you want me to battle serious put money in this bucket and you still ain't battle serious <laughs> you know what I'm saying all of that stuff was to is bring his, is his mother alive yeah his mom's alive see that's what I'm talking about I'm not doing that like that to embarrass my mother bro yo yo I'm not embarrassing my mother like that bro like Yo, Your get, mother still got to go to church or to work, wherever she go. And she was proud of her son up to a point. Right. They stuck the mic in your ass. You stuck the mic in your ass. Yo, it's funny. I was like, yo, the nigga said, I forgot to take my pill. <laughs> nigga threw the prescription bottle and started wilding the phone. Nigga's like, what's wrong with this nigga? Nigga took the mic and put it to his ass. Like, come on, bro. You're doing too much. Your mother. Yo, yo, what yo, about you? <laughs> yo, Gilly the King, he said, he said that, yo, and for all y'all want to go viral and stuff like that and be famous, I'm going to show y'all right now. You want to go viral and be famous, record yourself shitting in the bowl and eat it. <laughs> I bet you you go viral, bro. YouTube Asian shit. But that's the thing. You know what's funny? I'm watching the Daylight Battle, Daylight versus Ill Will, right? And he was like, he said he brought up a bar. He was like, you was too busy trying to suck Diddy dick. And Daylight was like, oh, my God, this and that. And Ill Will said, nigga, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> what you get all that for? <laughs> yeah, so freaking, um, I don't know. That's a crazy shit because he like, yo, all the talent in the world, the world ain't never pay attention to it until he started, you know what I'm saying, trolling. Just trolling and shit like that. I don't know. 
I know how to get attention. Just pull your shirt up and then just rub mad strawberry jam all over your belly and shit. Now and this nigga high too. He want a human. He want a peanut butter and belly sandwich. I'm gonna say the bookings for the night. What's up with you? Yo, I promise you that would get you views though. And, and I don't think moms would be too disappointed in that. Yes, yo, bro. When I used to, we was kids, right? I was, we would go to parties and shit. My mom used to always say the same thing before I left the house. Don't be belly, don't be belly nope. on your chest. Like, you know how they say, "What would Jesus, what would Jesus do?" Yeah. My mom used to always say, "Always think, what would Sheena say?" <laughs> I promise you, bro. And if I listened to that advice my entire life, my life would have been. Squeaky clean, perfect. Yo, you know, I, I, I live my life not to embarrass my mother, bro. Still to this day. I curse my mother now, I still say, oh, I'm sorry. I'll be like, yeah, I'm good. We was in my house on Friday. My motherfucking house that I fucking paid the water and heat and all this kind of shit. Yo, we was talking about something like, yeah, that shit don't. Oh, shit. Sorry, ma. I was like, still, sorry. Ma, I'm ma. fucking up, uh, I can't curse it for my moms either. Yeah, me, it's either. not that we. It's not that we can't, my nigga. It's a respect thing. At, the, at this big yeah. age, right. at this big age, no, none of our mothers take care of us, bro. And and that's crazy because you know uh, we all started cursing around my moms when we were eighteen, right? And then as you get older, you like, yo, you know, I got a great deal of respect for my mother. You know what I'm saying? So we stop, even if they allow us to, you just don't still feel right. So when my brother turned 18 and he want to start cursing, I'm like, yo, don't curse around moms like that because she deserved the respect and not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her raising you and, you know what I'm saying? I'm telling my niece, like, nigga, I don't talk to my mother that way. You not going to talk to her. Right. Right. I'm gonna fuck she right or wrong, man. Still gonna ride with her. I tell <laughs> said, her she wrong. Was supposed to be adult, supposed to back up adult. I got a question for you, right? I'm glad we ain't rap, 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 but wrap right. it up, right? Mm-hmm. So, say we together, right? And I'm I, I'm talking to somebody, and I'm irate, I'm I I I, and I'm completely wrong. Do you stop me and tell me I'm wrong? Yeah. Give me a scenario. Say, all right, boom. Say we in fucking empanada mama, right? Empanada mama. And I'm trying to, or I'm telling the bitch that I ordered something and she's saying I didn't order it. And I'm arguing with the bitch and the manager gets involved in this, that, and the third. And I'm wrong. I am wrong. Do you tell me in front of everybody else, like, God, no, my nigga, you wrong. Do I pull you aside or some shit? Nah, I'm going to say we out because that food ain't going to be, and it's not coming regular. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, we out. You know, you know, messed up. They done probably spit it in. Like uh, on Instagram, I seen a lady put hot dogs in her ass and then put it in a bun and serve it, bro. Wait, how did she look? She was a big old, big old white chick. Well, would it have made a difference if she was like Holly Berry or some shit like that? 
Do we make exceptions? No, I don't want no ass dog from Holly Berry. (laughs) She's like Billy Bob Thornton clap. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So So, what what about that move chick? Not not that um that chick that made that move video. Doja Cat. I don't give a fuck. Ain't nobody putting no none of my food in between their ass and like here it's still good. I didn't you, touch. You, I didn't touch. Nigga it. said you really a munch now, yeah. nigga. <laughs> but this is this is why I asked that question, right? So somebody I know has been hasn't spoken to somebody in their life for almost fifteen years, over fifteen years at this point, right? Yeah. Almost fifteen years they haven't spoken. And I'm like, yo, you invited to this birthday party. It's going to be a, like a, a milestone, a big celebration. And you on the guest list, so expect the invitation. And he's like, well, why would they do that? I'm like, because my nigga, at the end of the day, you still family. So we still got to, I mean, you still getting the invitation. He's like, I don't know why I would do that. But last time I seen her, she wasn't speaking to me because of this nigga wasn't speaking to me. And I was like, nigga, that's her husband. What the fuck you want her to do? What you want her to do? He's like, no. And I'm like, all right, bro. I was like, if me and you are out about and about somewhere, right? And you get it into somebody, full-blown get into somebody. And I'm there, and I'm riding with you. I'm going to ride with you all the way, right or wrong. And we get in the car, I'm going to let you know, nigga, you was fucking wrong. But I'm going to wait till we get in the car to do that shit. You feel me? When it's just us. I'm not going to do that shit in front of everybody else. Mm. And he couldn't understand that. He was like, my girl will pull me to the side. And I'm like, your girl not on your team. Side note, side note, me and Kaya almost unbecame best friends at the age of like 12, 13. Kaya had beef with somebody. He was like, yo, we going to jump him. I'm like, I ain't jumping nobody. <laughs> nigga said, word. You ain't gonna, I'm going to go back to the block and tell everybody you ain't helped me jump this dude. I'm like, damn, I'm in the dilly of a pickle. <laughs> but yeah, those are crazy times. Crazy times. You remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I seen that nigga not too long ago. Nah. Seen the nigga. Man, he like, yo. He like, yo, Kaya, that's you, Kaya? I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm just trying to go to Kennedy's and get some food. It's like one in the morning. This nigga in front of Kennedy's, bro. He like, Kaya, that's you? Damn, bro, you got big. What's up, though? What's good? What's good? You remember me, right? I'm like, all right. All right. He on his bullshit. So I put the boxer stance on. I mean, toe to hell. <laughs> I balled my fist up and I was just squaring up. He kept like trying to get close to me. I just kept squaring up with the nigga. Like, yo, I'm not gonna hit him first, but if he swing, I'm earthing this nigga shit. Then nigga was just talking. He's like, yo, this is what this is what fucked me up. He said, yo, remember your brother duffed me out? I said, oh shit. This nigga might try to stab me right now. <laughs> that nigga said, yo, 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 you can buy me a piece of chicken or something, bro. I'm fucked up. God damn. Honestly, bro, that shit broke my soul. Mm. 
shit broke my soul just now. Like, Yo, yeah. bro, the nigga asked me to buy him some food. And I was like, all right, bro. I brought him like a three-piece. I was a real bro. Brought him like two more pieces of chicken. Like, yo, bro, here. Just like, enjoy, my nigga. But that shit fucked me up, bro. I'm like, damn. And that's the only nigga in my life I ever had problems with. Like, for real, for real. How did it start? Because of Shaquan. I'm blaming Shaquan. <laughs> nigga wanted, he was like, yo, you want some status? Pop on that nigga. I'm like, all right. And I thought I was gangster. Right? I woke up, I'm like, it was good. I threw my hands, and he like, yo, shorty, don't play with me. Like, yeah, that nigga was just, like, brushing me off. So I'm swinging at the nigga, like, and he's weaving us just like, yo, shorty, stop, bro. Like, yo, he like, yo, stop playing with me. Because I thought I tried to turn around fast and slap the nigga. Couldn't hit the nigga for nothing. He just kept weaving my shit. It's like, yo, I'm not playing with you. He said, yo, if you swing at me one more time and miss sentence, I crack the nigga. And mind you, the nigga on roller skates, too. I mind you. Nigga on roller skates. And after that, that nigga was like, oh, I never seen the nigga before in my life. Never, ever. Ever. After that day, I swear that nigga like four times a week. How <laughs> old was you? Let's put this in perspective. Alright, so I had to be in like third or fourth grade. Third or fourth grade. That's what I'm talking about, making it out. You know what I mean? I literally had to be in like third we, or fourth we grade, bro. You could have stayed on that path and accelerated with that path, bro. But I don't, I wouldn't have been smart him to. I mean, like he literally just kept missing. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. What did you, you learn? Mind you, mind you, what, you what if he started knocking people out and got better at knocking people out, and, and that shit became his drug? Oh, shit. I might have been a little bit. I might have been in fifth grade. Cause by the time that nigga punched me in my face for that shit, I think niggas y'all was in like eighth grade or seventh grade. No, nah, because I was in his class. Yeah, you was in his class. Point. And he was supposed to be in my sister grade, two grades ahead. Right, so, boy, so Matt, I'm a year and younger that, than and you. that was my right man, too. I'm a class. year younger than you, and this nigga's supposed to be two years. So he's like three or four years older than me. Right. So when I'm fucking 12, 11 doing this dumb shit, this nigga like 14, 15, like, yo. That's why he like, yo, sure he stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. <laughs> like, yo, I slapped the nigga. Come to find out that his aunt and uncle and shit live in my building. How the fuck? <laughs> After that, yo, I seen that nigga all the time, bro. I used to be riding my bike and just hear footsteps. I look back at this nigga chasing me. Boogie on this nigga. Remember, nigga tried to get him back. Would you? No, I don't think he was with us. And then later in life, I found out what happened, bro. The story is crazy. So, remember the niggas used to chill in front of Sasha in them buildings? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I knew the nigga was there. So, I told niggas to go to the other building and go up the steps to the roof. Wow. I was like, the nigga, when he see me, he gonna run. But we not gonna let that nigga off the roof. That nigga, we gonna catch that nigga on the roof. Y'all gonna catch him. We gonna meet him. Like, you know what I mean? Nigga see me, I'm like, what's up now? Nigga book it in the building. I'm like, oh yeah, we got this nigga. <laughs> Run up the steps. I get to the roof like, I see these niggas. I'm like, where does this nigga go? <laughs> <laughs> nigga like, nigga 
come up here. I'm like, yo, where the fuck this nigga go? Who the fuck crib it was? I had a conversation with the person. Damn, who house was it? Damn. It was it Kenneth? Because that's who you used to chill with. Over nah, it wasn't Kenneth. It was somebody else. And I didn't even know they lived on that block. And then the nigga, I told the nigga the story how I chased the nigga in the building. And it was like, that's why the nigga bust through my door that day. <laughs> the nigga just ran into my crib and was like, yeah, nah, nah, niggas is chasing me. Nah, nah, nah. That nigga got away, bro. Nigga got away. But the, honestly, when that shit was happening, I was in middle school, bro. That's fucking wild, bro. Me too, bro. Yo, I tell this story all the time. I was in the gang for two days, bro. Two days. Two days. And the whole shit w- with the gang, yeah, we had to... It was too much stuff. fighting. We, we had to fight each other and then go outside the neighborhood and fight other people. Yo, I told my girl about it. She thought, like, she laughed at it like it was some bullshit. I was like, yeah, it was called Diablo. She was like, y'all niggas was a Mexican street gang? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't fuck with Mexicans. Yeah, for real, I was like, nah, man, I ain't doing all this fighting. I like, I, right, I know how to fight. <laughs> I done fought my niggas. I done fought strangers. I'm good. I can protect myself. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah, we gonna end this right now. Oh shit, we were still recording. Yeah, yeah, man. We gonna end this. True fam. T TFO DRB. I That's all, folks. Peace. Two times. Baby. We in album mode. I'm in the zone. Ain't nothing nobody could tell me right now. It's saying diggity. Huh. Hungry. Can't run, won't hide, baby. I'm right here. I ain't going nowhere. Fixing conflict. I'm totally honest. Straight up. Can't run, won't hide, baby. I'm right here. I came to a commitment and I ain't really with it. Uh. Can't run, won't hide, baby. I'm right here. Yes. Gotta face it all. Can't play it small. It don't make sense. Can't run, won't hide, baby. I'm right here. Stand tall Uh. for everything I stand for. Clock ticking. Jot written. Uh huh. Blessed to be alive, too many people not living Word. And they alive, no drive, wrong shoe to fit uh. Scared to get their feet wet, I'm in the pool again. pool again Ain't perfect, but I remain close, close. Grinding every day, I don't need your damn vote nope. They wanna break fast, complain that they can't toast. toast I see greatness in them, pray that they gain hope, hope. Suit and tie like I respect the score Tell I'm from the X, something you should treasure more yes, sir. They say you killing it, what I need a weapon for? If you ain't got the answer, why would I question more? Time to soul clap, I'm fire with a stove at Ever other throwbacks, need a plate to go rap Out the mud, ain't nothing new to the soil I'm going platinum, they got aluminum for you Try to build, look at what they do to destroy you Had me convinced you a fool if you loyal Now I'm looking in the mirror like I truly adore you Dig it. Like, like I truly let me get adore em. you. Let me get
crunch time They all should just call in order uh -huh. Diggs a great supporter when it comes to hatred off you One time, this art to make you illustrate draw. Getting more involved, think I draw it all uh -huh. I find a way on schedule just to shine today yep. Without a time delay, purpose on my mind today Have it all, how big did your world have to how be big? to be happy? See me, I'm not mad at all nope. I had nothing and worry about giving back uh -huh. Tit for tat in the living room I'm living whack Word. About the rebounds Second, Second chance is biggest shot uh -huh. The strength is getting stronger And what, what you lack yes, sir. Adapt to perish Fate whisper the storm coming Billy holding on Scratch that I am the storm Big dreamer The man in the arena Spotlight turn the shy lights Have you seen her I'm trying to change it all Honestly I keep it tall Keep it strong around and Saturday the week is gone Killing me softly Reject the healing awfully Negative energy Somebody get it off me Change the flow Concrete make the roads Painted toes Got me caught up in the bang bros Losing vision That's what they really do to women Confusing freedom with what's truly prison I gotta take a stand Show you measures of a man Can't be scared to fail Fail cause you didn't plan I'm the soda leader Sipping on ginger ale If the mission bread Wonder if I did it well 65 on a diploma Guess I was classless This world will have you slaving Trying to get your masters We all we dying for mainstream That ain't the main thing Rising the fall like the weather changing uh, Can't run, won't hide, baby I'm right here Facing conflict, I'm totally honest Straight up Can't run, won't hide, baby I'm right here I can't want commitment And I ain't really with it Can't run, won't hide, baby I'm right here Yes, Gotta face it all Can't play it small Can't run, won't hide, baby I'm right here Stand tall for everything I stand for 